Welcome to another episode with Sonia Renee. I am your host. This is the Sipping with Sonia talk show. And I am so elated to come to you today to share something with you. Now, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you will find that I learned that I was adopted uh, back in 2019, and I met my birth family in 2020. I have two sisters by my birth mother and by my birth father. I am the only child. So yes, he never had any other children. And it has been an amazing roller coaster ride. It's been some ups and some downs. However, we have all, including myself, have gotten to a place of peace in uh, this this journey so far. And I remember when I first met my mother, she was uh, a little guarded. However, we started to talk for about two months and I could just tell she wasn't really ready for this. And so, you know, I asked her about it and she said, well, maybe I'm not. It's just too much right now. And I understood because me coming back into her life, I didn't know what triggers were happening for her, what traumas were coming back up because I wasn't there when she put me up for adoption. So I don't know all the details surrounding that moment in time. And it had been 50 years and she hadn't had to revisit it. So now it is, uh, it was prevalent for her to really have to do some healing work. So what I did is I told her, I said, listen, if you're not ready, it's okay. I'll go ahead and meet the rest of the family. And, you know, we'll circle back around. You know, I gave her that grace because you know, I don't know what traumas were um, being uh, brought back up for her. And I wanted to give her that space to um, process process all of it. And uh, so I went on and met my birth father. We would talk every day and and my sisters and my cousins and we went on vacations we went out my kids met their kids it was it was really great it was really great meeting the family i was very accepted by everybody and it was just awesome um fast forward to 2022 my father and i we didn't make it a couple times we had a couple clashes and so i realized he had some traumas that he had never healed from and because i was doing healing work if he didn't do it it would make it really hard for us to continue on. So I had to take a step back and learn to love him from over there. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But now fast forward to 2023 in September, I want to say it was September, October. I got a text from my mother and she said, can I call you? I said, sure. So she didn't call me till about probably about the end of the week. And um, we got on the phone and we talked and I could hear in her voice that she had deal, did some healing work. I could hear that she had processed everything and she sounded so different. She sounded free and she was very open with me about everything that happened. She let me know that my father didn't accept her pregnancy. Her father never said a word to her about it and her mother orchestrated everything. Now, my her, her parents were uh, the bishop of a church at God in Christ Holiness Church. and mother was first lady. So my mother was a PK kid and my mother ended up being a pastor. And, and I'm so now it makes me a PK kid. Okay. And um, she said her mother orchestrated everything. So when she had me, her mother took me straight from her womb 
and put me into foster care. And she never got a chance to hold me. And when she told me that story, can I tell you, my heart broke for her because actually it reminded me of how things were done in slavery. But back in those days in the 70s, I was born in the 70s. That's what they were doing. You know, if you were an unwed mother, it was taboo. And especially in the church, especially in the church, um, they sent you away to have that baby. And they put the baby up for adoption. Or they may have given the baby to a family member um, for a family member to raise you as their own. And I'm not saying it's right because I don't agree with it. I have three children and I just couldn't even imagine. However, it's real. That's what was going on back then. And, and they thought that they were doing the right thing. In reality, um, it turns out that they weren't because there are so many people today finding out that they're adopted that in the Pennsylvania system, because I'm from Pennsylvania, they opened up the files, the uh, files for people to find out who their birth family is. And there's so many people finding out who their birth family is. I'm grateful because I know my roots and I know where I come from. So back to my mother and I, we talked on the phone for about an hour. She apologized to me for everything. She took accountability for her part in everything. She was very open with me about the whole story of what went down at that time. And she said, you know, I just knew I owed you an apology for everything. And I said, I, I, I appreciate that. And I accept your apology. And so I asked her, I said, well, at this point, what is it that you want? You know, are you, are you, do you want to start again to try to have a relationship or, you know, were you just calling to just let me know, you know, or take accountability. And then that's that because I'm in a different place. I healed and I let it go. I released it. So I'm not chasing relationships. You know, if we're going to do this, but then we need to be all in both of us. And she said, I would just. I don't want to commit to something or say I'm going to do something and you get upset with me. So. She said, because I know you talk to your dad all the time. I said, no, I don't talk to my dad all the time right now. We haven't been speaking in a while. I said, um, but I don't have an expectation that I need to talk to you every day because I got life. We all got life. She said, well, I would love to leave the lines of communication open. I said, well, then how about we just let everything just flow, just flow with the current? Because one thing I've learned is that when you go against the current, your boat, the work, the work, the waters can be rocky. The boat can flip over and you can die. But if you flow with the current, everything you desire comes, it just flows automatically to you. So I said, let's just flow where the energy goes. She said, I can do that. Can I tell you this woman called me all the time, called me, texted me. We, she keeps me in communication. We talk like girlfriends sometimes. <laughs> and she called me more than I call her sometimes. But there's it's no competition. I'm just saying it's just... I really believe, she, and she's so happy, I can hear it in her voice, how happy she is that we reconcile, the truth is out, um, I'm not angry with her, I forgive her, and that burden, I mean, could you imagine your mother taking your baby from your womb and putting it in foster care, you don't even know where your child is? Now, I was adopted a month old. I was a month old when I was adopted. You know, she don't know anything. Could you imagine? And then have to live with it for 50 years and, and can't talk to anybody about it? Could you imagine? I, I, could, I couldn't even imagine. I would be distraught. Losing it. Looney bin, not knowing where my daughter is. So, to see how happy she is today... I can see how it all comes full circle. You can tell that um, 
she was able to release that pain. And um, we have a great relationship so far. And uh, we did the FaceTime. She's she's in Pennsylvania because I'm originally from Philly. She's in Philly and I live in Atlanta. So she's coming to Atlanta to visit when the weather breaks. It's a little cold right now. We're in January. So she says, I'm coming to Atlanta when the weather breaks. I said, well, come on. We're we looking forward to seeing you. She's met my, her grandchildren and she's so excited. She said, everybody's so beautiful. She can't wait to meet everybody face to face. Um, although we've met on FaceTime, uh, she's looking forward to uh, being around us and uh getting to know her grandchildren and her and she has a great grandson too and i'm just here to share my story with you and i i've given you a little bit of tidbits and if you read go back to some of my other um podcasts you may hear the full story this is just a, a follow-up of what i'm sharing but if there's anybody out there who has found out that you were put up for adoption or put in the foster care system and you're looking to find your birth family. Let me tell you how I found my birth family. I applied for my original birth certificate uh, with the city hall in Pennsylvania, because I'm from Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Once I got my original birth certificate back, um, my sister who I grew up with, she did a search and found their I gave her their names and she did some type of background search and she found their names. And the next day I was on the phone with my father and the day after that, I was on the phone with my birth mother. And, um, that was my process. Now it can be different for different people. Some people have found, I, I've had actually had a chance to speak to some people who have found their family on Facebook or Instagram. Um, so the key is, you know, finding out who your parents' names are, you know, if you were adopted or if you just never knew who your father was or maybe your father raised you, you never knew who your mother was. Find out what their what their birth name is and then um what and then go from there. And um be open and and govern your heart cuz what I did was I said, I don't know if I'll be accepted or rejected, but at least I'll know where I come from. And I went in with a positive attitude. I went in with, um, I was, I just had a positive attitude. I just, I kept my vibration high. I kept my frequency high. I was positive because I looked at it as a possible do-over because quite honestly, my mom who raised me, she passed away when I was 28 years old. And um, my brother who I grew up with was a terror. My father was there, but he wasn't there. Some of y'all could catch that. And um, I just, I was always you know, there for my siblings, but they weren't there for me. So, you know, it was just really family who try to come off like they family wasn't really family to me. I was like the black sheep. And so for me, I looked at it as a possible do-over and meeting my birth family and being embraced in a better way, which I was. Um, me and my daddy, we don't talk right now because um, he has a lot of healing work to do. But, you know, we, I love him from over there. And um, I wish him all the best. My birth mother and I are um, building a great relationship thus far. They keep the lines of communication open and everything is flowing very well. So I'm grateful for the um, relationships that I have and I'm grateful for how things are turning out. And I just believe that. And then also I encourage my mother to reconcile with my sister because she and my, my, my middle sister weren't talking um, for a couple years. 
And so I encouraged her, I said, listen, you called me and apologized and took accountability. Do the same thing with her. And she did. She pulled up on her and there was a beautiful encounter and they reconciled. And then my baby sister found out about it somehow. And then she reached out to my mother and they reconciled. So I really believe me coming back, you know, it was it was necessary for um, the truth to come out, accountability to take place and healing to take place. Um, I don't know what the future holds, but I stay optimistic and I'm grateful that uh, I know my roots. So if that's you out there, if I hope my story was able to encourage you and inspire you to find your birth family, if you're looking. And when you do find them, you know, don't go in with any expectations. Stay in a high vibration. Uh, when you find out the story, whether the story was good, bad, or indifferent, just be open to listen, receive it, because people... They're not people don't always handle things the way we would handle them. Sometimes people can only handle a situation with the tools that they have at that time and the circumstances that they were presented with at that time. So if you really want the relationship, you got to be come in with a heart of uh, forgiveness and um, openness and positivity. And when you do that, you can be met with the same things and. Um, and just allow things to flow how it's going to flow. Remember to keep healthy boundaries and have your standards and um, and just be grateful for what you were able to learn in that process and do the healing work on yourself as well so that you can continue to be the best version of you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Sonia Renee and you have uh, joined me with another a sipping with Sonia talk show and how I reconciled with my birth mother.